Hey, none of that. Sorry, it's been a long it's week. Life. <laughs> week? It's, it's Monday. <laughs> and it's been a long week. It's I uh, Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, so I know we have offline, off the podcast, talked a lot about soundtracks lately, um, particularly the Marvel soundtrack. This is a dumb question, but are you looking forward to the episode nine soundtrack? That was a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also tired. What? <laughs> mm, all right. Take two. No, I'm keeping that. That's, no, no. That's awesome. <laughs> Stop it. No, Cat, I am Don't. not looking forward to the next Star Wars I soundtrack. Think it's gonna be the terrible. final Star Wars the score far, by John yeah. Williams. Uh, no, I am not looking forward to it whatsoever. Are you? No, because it's going to be the end of John Williams in Star Wars. So I'm obviously not looking forward to it at all. <laughs> Anyway, with that idiocy aside, you sent me this nice slash film article where they got a quote from John Williams about the upcoming Rise of Skywalker. And he said that he likes what he has seen very much, quote unquote, and has so far written about 20 minus, oh my gosh, 25 minutes of score <laughs> in about a month. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> scrap all of this and change it. Um, I I'm only an anyway. audio editor, Cat Ray. I'm not a miracle worker. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not God. Uh, anyway, I'm flattered that you well, think I'm God and I have that power, but yes. Anyway, so those are cheery words to hear from J Dubs himself in terms of. Um, how things are coming along. So we know he's already started writing the score, which is good because he he has, well, a little over six months to get, to get that wrapped up. Oh, wow, crazy. It is just like, we're halfway through 2019, aren't we? Almost. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Human so I Yeah. I was doing some calculating and I know this probably the math probably doesn't totally work out because not everything we get on a soundtrack is everything that they've recorded. But based on the soundtrack length for TFA and TLJ, if he's written 25 minutes of music so far, he's almost a third of the way through the majority (laughs) of the score. Um, Well, but I don't know. Uh, he's probably just like written the fanfare that he's written like nine, eight times before. So Sorry, eight t- yeah. thousand times. <laughs> it's it's still a while. That's more. Away. That's not twenty five minutes of music, though. It could be 25, a twenty five minute intro, huh? That would be huh? amazing. Wouldn't it be awesome if we got like a two hour long soundtrack for episode nine? That'd be dope. Like, I want every theme that's ever been played in Star Wars Wasn't, to uh... end up in some giant medley at the end. <laughs> like, the end credits should just go on for like 15 minutes alone, you know? <laughs> Good lord. I'd be, I'd, I'd be game for it. Let's be honest. I, w- I would eat that up. Um, wasn't the Revenge of the Sith intro of like a good 13, 15 minutes? 
the intro or the the credits because the credits went on forever in Revenge no the the, the intro Sith. like you get the fanfare Revenge of the Sith and then like it goes right into the <laughs> Revenge of the Sith Revenge of the Sith um, <laughs> and it goes right into the Coruscant battle suite you know with the Force theme and Obi Wan and Anakin are mm-hmm. flying through space right now that whole bit mm-hmm. isn't that track a good chunk of time sorry (laughs) (laughs) she's looking it up that's fine i'm looking it up so that um seven and a half minutes roughly seven was the the intro and the i guess the first part of that but remember i mean we kind of had this conversation sometimes what you hear in the movie doesn't always make it onto the soundtrack like there definitely, there's definitely been music. Yeah, I, I could have sworn though. Maybe I did confuse it with the end credits. Which, yeah, that one is the end credits though. Forever, forever, because that's when he literally did do about every single theme uh, <laughs> that he could. <laughs> and we love it. So, and we love it. And I listen to that when I want to just hear like a John Williams medley all in one piece because. Um, yeah, so that went on for over 13 minutes, the kind of the, the last scene slash the end credits for Revenge of the Sith. Just so you know. The more you know. The more you know. So I would love to get a slightly, I don't know, larger, juicier, however you want to say that, soundtrack. Um, juicier. Juicier. For, does that make you uncomfortable? For the moist, <laughs> for the rise of moist, <laughs> for the rise of Skywalker. I want a moist soundtrack. Um, ooh, moist. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know about that. Are you uncomfortable, Cat Ray? <laughs> Getting there. I am too. <laughs> so. But it's, I mean, I'm glad, I guess, he's got, I mean, again, not knowing everything or much of what goes on with movie making. It seems like he's got a lot of time to write, depending on when it has to be, like, absolutely, absolutely finished by. So, that's good. He's got a head start. Or right on time. I don't know. Whatever. Well, considering, you know, some of these composers get, like, a month to do them. I'd say he's got a pretty good head start. Yeah, wasn't that uh, Giacchino? Rogue One, yeah. Or Rogue One? Wasn't that written in about a month? Something like that. Which honestly just boggles my mind. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> but uh, it is what it is. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Well, last week, uh, it's been about a week now, you... Adrian grabbed the news that Disney had released the, (laughs) I choke a little bit saying this, almost the next decade of preliminary (laughs) film releases, uh, which triggered an existential crisis in the Star Wars Twitterverse, to be sure. Um, But with that release schedule, we finally learned, finally, um, I don't know if it was really finally, but we learned that after The Rise of Skywalker, the next Star Wars movie we're going to see will be December 16th, 2022. 
followed by movies in 2024 and 2026, which is kind of horrifying to think about. Rogue One all- will be 10 years old by that time. That's yeah, well- <laughs> that's what broke me. It was like, what? Uh, yeah, I mean... I guess when you think about it, Disney acquired Lucasfilm in 2012, right? Yes. So 2022 will be the 10-year anniversary-ish since Disney bought Lucasfilm. So, yeah, that's kind of crazy. It will already be at that point. Damn, Cad, you scary. <laughs> You're scaring me with that math. I know. Because it's accurate. I know. So, yeah, yeah. Oof, it's hard. (laughs) Like, it's not actually that far away, really, but. Well, I mean, like, like when you put in, it's relative to whatever you put it up against, so. Yes, oh, totally. I'm just shuddering because I'll be almost 40 um, by the time (laughs) we see the next Star Wars movie after (laughs) episode nine, so. Yay! <laughs> you know, we brought this up a few times on the cast uh, in the past. Cast in the past that we're each uh, we're, we're in increments of ten years. You know, I'm I'm in my twenties. You're in your thirties. John's in his forties. <laughs> and by the time those movies are pretty much done, uh, we've added another decade. <laughs> that's crazy to think. Like, will we even still be podcasting? Are we even still going to be talking to each other? It's just like it's. It's kind of mind-boggling to think about it that way. Yeah. I mean, I was also thinking, you know, when these movies come out, the first when the first of these movies comes out, my kids will be 9 years old, which means I'll be able to take my kids to the theater and watch a Star Wars movie with them. But let me ask you this. Will you take them to go see an MCU movie? <laughs> They'll still be making those, right? No. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, uh, probably it might depend on which MCU movie it is, but yeah. Wrong answer. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because I'll definitely keep up with Phase Four this time around. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah, just fall into the peer pressure, why don't you? How, how how is that coming coming along by the way? I think you just finished phase two, right? I just yeah. So Aaron and I just finished phase two. Um, we watched Ant Man last night, doom, which I'd actually doom, watched doom, back doom, doom, doom. in March, but Does it was count worth for a rewatch. This bet. <laughs> Doesn't count. <laughs> I know that's why I rewatched well, it, and good. it the some of the like the 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 bit with Falcon and the um. The new Avengers building, which of course they get the end of Age of Ultron. Ooh, that made a lot look more. Look at you talking yeah, MCU yeah, they shop. Made that, that made a lot more sense this time around because, like, that didn't. That was like, oh yeah, duh. I guess the Avengers have a awesome. building. Awesome, you made it to 2015 <laughs> MCU. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> look. Looking. That's pretty good. <laughs> Looking forward to your reviews of the next 11 movies you have to watch (laughs) before my birthday. I know. Look, I've watched 12 in like a month and a half, so that's pretty good for me. That's really good for me. That's outstanding for me. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know that's not for you because you watch like a movie every day and did that for a whole year and you can hold that over all of our heads. But <laughs> for me, given that I barely see a movie a month, watching 12 in like a month and a half is excellent. Even if they're all almost a decade old or <laughs> some of them are over a decade old. So, <laughs> All right. But I, I'm looking forward to getting into phase three now. Um, Cause like half the movies I've seen and well, maybe not half, but I've seen several of the movies in phase three. So I'm looking forward to fitting those all together into one big smushy timeline. I think I'll get the second Darth Vader series collection. <laughs> not the first one, the second one. I want to, I need to see that whole little arc with the castle and the Sith ghost and whatnot. Mm, so that'll yeah. definitely be one of them. Maybe the Poe Dameron comic, like we mentioned yeah. last time. I think that Darth Vader Sith artifact may be relevant for episode nine. Maybe not. Maybe not. We'll Probably not. It's JJ. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Snark. Well, I, oh, I really want to hope that like they're, pulling some of this together somehow but yeah who knows the movies still kind of seem to be a separate entity yep. or wait I should phrase that a different way the books and the comics seem to still be a separate entity from the movies like a lot um, depends on who's behind the camera Ryan seemed to be more open to engaging with the Larger universe. Uh, he watched some of the Clone Wars episodes, as we know. Yeah. Um, he gave the prequels a couple shout outs. And that's true. You know my take on JJ. Just his brand of I remember Star Wars, look at me approach yeah. to the films. Well, soon. We'll know soon. It's interesting that you bring up Ryan, though, because when the news about the release dates broke and everyone was kind of freaking out about that. Um, we still don't know which movies we're going to be seeing, but there was a, a a blip from Kathleen Kennedy that was actually from an interview done back at Celebration. So a month at this point, I actually literally think it was like April 13th, um, that said that... And I, oh, I don't have that quote because I'm an idiot. But. Um, hey, hey now, hey now. That. <laughs> Style it back. That, um, that Benioff and Weiss, who um, have also been contracted to write and produce Star Wars movies along with Ryan Johnson, are basically collaborating with Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Um, and that got a lot of play because I think what people initially thought was that Benioff and Weiss were getting like one set of movies, three movies, and that Ryan was getting another three movies. And that may still be true. I mean, I assume it's true that they weren't just like, oh, it's the same <laughs> and they're collaborating. But it, it was interesting to to read that quote and um, to know that they are basically working kind of side by side right now. Right. Were you 
surprised by the time gap at all? Or does that pretty much line up with what you had been thinking? Um, it lines up, I think, pretty well because, I mean, pe- when people heard hiatus, I, I don't know what most people thought. Um, we've talked about how uh, they seem to be putting all their resources into the Disney Plus shows for the next mm-hmm. couple of years, which, again, will give Definitely. them time to do pre-production on yeah. the next uh, slate of movies. So what, what is it? Three, 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 three years, right? Three years, yeah, 19 to 22 is three years, so. Three years of awesome Star Wars shows getting well-established before the movies come back with a vengeance. I mean, that sounds perfectly sane to me. Agreed. So, yeah, Star Wars is dead, people. Yeah. (laughs) So dead. We're... (laughs) Um, No, I mean, it pretty much... While, yeah, I think hiatus could have meant a lot of things to a lot of different people. Um, The, uh, it makes, I think you're right. Like, it makes sense from a pre-production standpoint that, like, literally right now they're starting to write things and kind of probably get maybe some preliminary art or something, you know, to kind of flesh out some of the stuff that they're going to, they want to do. Um, so I think that totally lines up in terms of production. Um, and it's not really surprising given, I guess, that the the focus had so far been, you know, the final chapter or trilogy, the, the sequel trilogy, and then the two spinoffs we got. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's weird. Um, and it, like you said, it probably makes sense with the fact that they're going to do a real hard push for Disney Plus because that's coming out also at the end of this year. So for seven bucks a month, for yeah, God, yeah. So it makes sense that they'd be kind of pushing that hard for probably the first couple of years before we enter back into the movies because they're really going to want to make sure that that gets off the ground. Um. It's all part so, of a ever evolving and changing plan that they're adapting to as things <laughs> change. Yes, yeah. I mean, and honestly, I'm not terribly surprised that there's a little gap. I mean, I probably would have been more surprised if we um had immediately gone, you know, there there was something already unless it was the, you know, supposed third spin-off film that we'll never know about Boba Fett or Obi-Wan or whatever. Um I think that's an urban legend. I don't think it's a real movie. It's one of those <laughs> things you're just gonna hear about on a creepy pasta on the internet yeah, or or one of those probably. random YouTube videos when you've been on YouTube for too long and too late. <laughs> that's what that movie is. Yeah. It's a conspiracy so, theory. It's like maybe we would have seen gotten one more movie and then, you know, maybe there would have been a two break or, yeah, maybe they just readjusted everything. I don't know. Fact of the matter is, like, it's really not that long between, like, like I said earlier, Disney buying Lucasfilm and when we got The Force Awakens, you know, that was three years, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So, that's pretty normal. I mean, it is what it is. Take it or leave it. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, after this will be, you know, the Skywalker saga will be done, supposedly. Until it's not. Yeah, (laughs) so they keep telling us. So it'll, it'll be a real interesting point for Star Wars because everything up until this date has been sort of connected in some way. Even the spinoffs have been pretty closely tied to the OT, right? right. So this will kind of be a new a new jumping off point. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Every saga ends. <laughs> Every saga rises. is reborn. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and we'll get that like in like 20 years or something. At least I think we, yeah, at least I think we can be confident they're not rebooting the. <laughs> you thought episode the nine was the end of it all. But look, here's Ray, and she's old now. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, yeah. No. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think we'll see that. They'll have to wait like an, at least another decade for that. That'll be what we get after these three films come out. After 2026, it'll be, oh yeah, now we brought back everybody from episode nine that was still alive and we'll find new ways to ruin their life. <laughs> oh yeah, we're going to be podcasting well into our 60s, 70s, and 80s. And <laughs> we'll be like, back in my day, we only had three trilogies. Now there's 10. <laughs> We were happy with what we had. <laughs> were uh, we, though? Were we happy? Hell no! <laughs> never happy. <laughs> we're Star Wars fans. We're never happy. Oh! So, um, I did, I know this is a touchy subject, but <laughs> we don't have to go into it. I wanted Do to, it. I did, wanted to poke my hand, Do and put it. my finger poke, poke in the, the wound. Um, I was wondering, so you're a big Game of Thrones fan, and Game of Thrones is wrapping up, though not quite finished yet. Um, How are you feeling about Benioff and Weiss headed to Star Wars and kind of this post-Game of Thrones? Do you think it's better that they're collaborating with Ryan Johnson, potentially, or not? Dracarys. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> no. Is everybody on the internet's head going to explode? No, the, when you're putting it that way, okay, you got arguably three of the most divisive figures in geek culture right now. <laughs> like literally as of today. As of today working <laughs> on 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 a Star Wars project. Uh, bring it on, man. Um sh- shake the boat. Just oh my god, do do what you want to do. Game of Thrones, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying this final season. It is definitely rushed, I feel. But you know what? I think they're getting a lot of unfair uh, flack right now. Because, I mean, you know, HBO is one part of it. They are one part of it. George R. R. Martin is one part of it. Contracts are one part of it. There's so much... Uh, there's so many layers to this whole Game of Thrones thing that... To just blame it all on "quote unquote" poor writing, I think it's just stupid. You're you're focusing on one little aspect of this much bigger beast that is producing this show. Considering everything, all of that, I think they've been doing pretty good this season. Just with, you know with what they've been given, what they can do with the episode and times allotted. And yeah, I'm still looking very much looking forward to what they 
do with Star Wars and, you know, them working with Ryan. I'm I'm not shy about it. I love The Last Jedi. You love The Last Jedi. Yep. You say the more the merrier. And just as a... I mean, do you think that this will really matter in three years? Like, all of the divisiveness... That's going on now, except for the hardcore, I don't want to call them trolls. I mean, some people, I guess, have legitimate grievances um, or uh, legitimate dislikes. Um, Do you think it'll (laughs) matter in three years? I don't think it matters now. Well, okay, that's fair. (laughs) I mean, honestly, what? I don't like The Last Jedi. I'm going to remake it. I'm going to petition The Last Jedi and Disney. Bruh, they're moving forward with Ryan Johnson movies. Bruh, they're moving forward with Game of Thrones on HBO. Yeah, Your it's true. Angry little blog, tweet, compilation video with a bunch of quotes taken out of context to paint some sort of weird agenda that you try to push isn't going to change anything. And honestly, I think it's just much easier to take things as they are and not what you want them to be necessarily. I know that sounds kind of weird, but hey. <laughs> I mean, I have no... I have no horse in this race. I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I'm. <laughs> I it's only what I see through Twitter, which is. I mean, I'm just. Ty- I'm just saying it's it's disheartening when you're watching something, you're into it, and it it ends right, and you're like, whoa, that was interesting. That was wow. That's there's a lot to digest here. Let me get on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> well, let me tell you your first mistake. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe I'll talk with the coworkers. Oh. Oh. Hey, guys. Yeah, you didn't like this part. Let's focus on maybe this awesome part. No, we're just nope. going to keep talking about the same point you didn't like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is, yeah, that's frustrating. I mean, yeah, it's not perfect. I have my gripes, like I said earlier, but... And this applies to Star Wars, too, just with everything that I watch now. I, I, I thank Ryan Johnson and I thank the Last Jedi team for making me view media in this new way. The whole backlash made me reassess what kind of media consumer I am. And I think it has made me enjoy movies and TV shows in general, just anything, stories in general on a whole different type of, type of level. Mm. I'm happier watching stuff. Even if I don't like it, I'll, I'll find something to focus on that's positive, you know? Oh. Doesn't mean okay. I won't criticize it, but like, hey, well, you know what? Yeah. I like this part of it. That was cool. You know, the score was cool. Very rarely <laughs> will I be like, oh, that was garbage. <laughs> I don't do that no more. <laughs> well, I did that once last year. <laughs> Jurassic well, Park, Fallen all- Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. The, well, I mean, I think it's. I think it's admirable to try and find something good um, in the media you're consuming, even if you don't love it. But yeah, there are some things you're just not going to like, right? Yeah. You know, and it all comes down to personal preference. So, And if that's the case, don't watch it. Don't consume it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm actually really interested to see what happens. And I mean, this is just kind of like overall is with these new Star Wars films you know, there's potential to bring in a new audience. Um, but then I guess also, you know, there may be fans that decide this isn't what they want. Um, How many discussions so, like that have you had with people where it ultimately came down I, to, you know what, maybe you just outgrew Star Wars? Um, To date, 
not many. Um, you know, a lot of my friends like Star Wars. You know, they're obviously not quite as into it. They don't have a podcast either. They, they don't have a yeah. Don't have a what? Star Wars what? podcast. Don't all Star Wars fans have a Star Wars podcast? <laughs> I thought so. Um, so you know, I so so no. I mean, I that hasn't really come up. And among the, but well, I guess I should. I guess I should walk that back because at celebration, um, one of the the people that I met there that I had not previously interacted with, but she got into Star Wars. I mean, she knew of Star Wars and had seen Star Wars, but she really got into it with the sequel trilogy, and she really likes Rey. She's really likes Kylo. She's a Raylo, and that's like what she likes about the sequel trilogy. <laughs> Raylo well, trash. Well, I'm kidding. But but I just you know, like the term. it's yeah. <laughs> I mean, and she probably, you know, she'd probably be fine calling herself that. Yeah, I mean, they, um, they do sometimes. So, yeah. you know, but she, I mean, she said, I think to me, if I'm remembering this correctly, it was that, you know, she's like, I don't know if I'll continue to watch Star Wars. You know, like I got into Rebels and I'm, you know, watching Resistance, but she's like, I don't know about, you know, once the the Skywalker saga ends, if I'm going to keep watching the movies like we'll just have to wait and see you know what they're what they're going to be about and so you know we definitely know they're definitely hardcore star wars fans um yeah like us and i mean i hope like you know that's my hope it would be it would be sad if we got to that point and i you know was like oh you know i don't I don't really love this anymore. So like I hope that doesn't happen, but you know, we could see we could see the dynamics of the fandom change a little bit just kind of with this new new era because unlike the MCU um <laughs> or, or I mean, I guess any like I mean, or like Avatar or something which is kind of different cuz it's not. But you know, like Ooh, a franchise Avatar. a a franchise, a franchise movie. I, the MCU is probably the best because they just draw on so many different things. But like, this is the first time where like Star Trek or something, you know, where they can kind of draw or have drawn on different eras and kind of set up these different eras within the franchise. Star Wars doesn't really have that. I mean, you've kind of got the three core eras that we're dealing with right now, but like, who knows what's going to happen next. It's kind of like wide open. One so. of which that didn't exist, uh, three years ago, four years ago. What do you mean? There were only two eras a couple years ago. Now there's three. Oh, you mean just like prequel, yeah. original and sequel? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on if you're talking about the EU, which, but okay. All right. Yeah. I guess since we're, Speaking about the movie specifically. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, no, no, that's that's on me. Um, so yeah, you know, you know, it, it the the movies at least until we learn that we were getting new. Yeah, we're definitely set. So it's like now everything is kind of wide open if Star Wars is gonna go on forever. And so. I mean, ultimately, too. I, I mean, we've talked about how much we love the franchise and how important certain aspects of it are to us. But a point that we've brought up a few times in the past is, you know, these movies are for the next generation. They're for our children and our grandkids. And as much as we love it now and we can enjoy it with them, it's not ours. 
Yeah, it's, it's we're, not. They're not being made for us. They're being made for them. It's true. So. No, no. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's my Star Wars and this my isn't it. <laughs> no, we're not going to be like that. No. Um, no, and I mean, I think. You know, so yeah, so in the next in the next decade, we'll probably see a whole new generation of Star Wars fans come into being. Um, but it'll it'll kind of be I just from kind of a meta perspective, it will be really interesting to see what happens to the fan base after that. Whole lot of broom boys out there right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, you know, there's always going to be the ones that hang on to the Ruin Johnson crap and whatever. Maybe they'll, well, maybe maybe if he's working with Benioff and Weiss, they'll be like, now we can't love anything Star Wars. That's fine. <laughs> <sighs> well, anyway, that's uh, that's enough talk about the future. What's uh, yeah. What are we What's doing in the immediate now? future? Yeah. In What's... the immediate future, well, we just ha- celebrated May the 4th. May the 4th be with you all. Um, we're a little late. Um, we also just celebrated our two-year anniversary, by the by. Um, which I totally forgot about. And which we totally <laughs> forgot about because we're amazing. So happy anniversary, podcast anniversary. <laughs> Even though John isn't here, we love to, you, John. Uh, celebrate it with us. Um, <laughs> um, so May the Fourth, though, was fun this year for in part because um, we didn't get any huge news about like people were hoping maybe they dropped the next year's celebration dates. They did not, but. We did get a whole bunch of book news, which is my favorite kind of news. So I was really excited. So basically on May 4th, they dropped um, a whole bunch of book announcements in the Journey to Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, um, a bunch of books and comics that are going to lead up to the release of Episode Nine in December. So we're we are really going to be spoiled. Um, can I talk about some of the books that I'm excited about? Really excited about? What happens if I say no? Well, I probably will anyway. Um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, so the book I'm most excited for. Um, is called Resistance Reborn, and it's going to be, it's written, or will be written, is written by Rebecca Roanhorse, who's a native um, woman author. Her books that I've read so far have been really excellent, so I'm really excited to see her added to the Star Wars writer stable, uh, however you want to call whatever you want to <laughs> say about that. Um, but she's writing a book about... Poe, Leia, Ray, and Finn, probably what I'm guessing would be almost immediately after set after The Last Jedi as they're trying to rebuild rebuild the resistance. Um Yeah, that that's the one which, I'm most excited for. Yeah. I saw that cover and that title not and I'm o- like, yeah. ah, look at you teasing us like that. Give me not that, o- give me that yeah. book. The cover is gorgeous, probably because it's got Poe Dameron's face. Just All right, huge. calm down, lady. <laughs> Sorry. It's not the kind um, of podcast. 
<laughs> but it is a really pretty cover. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I suspect that'll take place probably pretty close after the last Jedi yes. to kind of help ease the transition. Um, Cause again, we still don't know what kind of gap we're looking at aside from people speculating what kind of gap we still don't really know how long the time jump is going to be. So 20 years, 20 years. (laughs) Ah, They all look pretty good for (laughs) 20 years later. So I'm excited to see that gap filled in. Um, There's also kind of along with that, um, there's going to be, and I think it's, let's see, four issues. It looks like four issues. There's going to be a four issue, comic run called Allegiance where Leia is going to reach out to the Mon Calamari again as her, you know, allies and a force in the Rebel Alliance and try to bring them back into the fight or more of them back into the fight. So that looks interesting too. I always like a good comic. (laughs) So... And then another interesting one is called Force Collector, and it's a young adult novel that's set before The Force Awakens, but it's about a teenager who has um, mysterious force powers, and he's out, I guess, collecting artifacts. It's a little bit vague. Um, Ezra 2.0. All right. Ezra 2.0. <laughs> Oh, I hadn't made that. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. But not Ezra. Obviously. Sorry, that's not to. No, not Ezra. It's obviously not Ezra. Or I that one they, kid from the Freemaker Adventures. Oh. um, <gasps> What? No. Um, I was going to say, what if it's Jason Sindula? No. But no, they, they he's, would, he's too old. I think this book is aimed at kind of a younger yeah, um, no. Since it's a young adult novel, I'm assuming the protagonist will be younger, which means he will have to be born <gasps> after Return of the what Jedi. Is it, what if this is Snoke's origin story? I'm kidding. Oh, my care. God. <laughs> 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 and no. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. Move along. Move along. None of that here. Move along. Um, yeah. So those were, those were three that stood out to me. Um, of course, we also got the art for the art book, the cover. That cover is beautiful, gotta say. It is beautiful. Yes, which looks amazing. Ray and Kylo on opposite sides with their blades meeting in the middle. Ying and yang much? Yeah, so that goes on sale Right as the movie comes out, so yeah, Kenobi and Maul must be all jealous because they never got a cool cover like that. Uh, yeah, seriously, they should be jealous. It's beautiful. <laughs> I can't wait to get it. I can't wait to put it on my Christmas list, <laughs> <laughs> which I will definitely do. I can't wait for you to put it on your Christmas list either. <laughs> and look at the pretty pictures. No, <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. I like that one, and I like that one. Yep. So the only thing that's kind of interesting is that um, they did not, though, in this slate of news, they did not announce the episode nine novelization, 
or who will be writing it. Alan Dean Foster. <sighs> I, will th- I will throw a brick through the window. You know, so uh, one of my questions Damn. for you is going to... I, oh God, I'm sorry. And I apologize, Alan D. Foster. I, I knew I was going to get a reaction. I but, know. Ooh. I don't think that the uh, the Force Awakens novelization was entirely his fault. Some of it was probably he was being curtailed by, I don't know, Lucasfilm Publishing or something. I don't know. But it was so bad. So bad. That's my opinion. Feel free to disagree. I hated it. I thought it was awful. I really hope he doesn't ever write another novelization. At her Twitterverse. At her right now. <laughs> um, like I said, that's just my opinion. Um, I know who I would personally love to see write the episode nine novelization. I don't know if it's going to happen. Claudia Gray. But yes. I would... Love uh, to see Claudia Gray write the episode nine. I know you so well. I you do. I mean, I like <laughs> really Claudia Gray owns me. Like she could write anything, and I would gladly throw money and buy it. Um, uh, please, somebody at Lucasfilm. I, you know, the novelizations have come out like three months afterwards. So quite honestly, they probably. I mean, if they, they're probably in negotiations right now to get somebody to write the novelization. So I'm sure it's not actually been finalized because they'll try to keep that under lock and key. But you know, my lips to God's ears, Claudia Gray, episode nine novelization. That'd be great. Speaking of Claudia Gray, uh, how many times have you read Master and Apprentice? Just twice. Of course you have. (laughs) But the second time was for you, Adrian. The second time was for you, to read along with you. I'm still still on chapter six, yo. (laughs) Well, I finished it this weekend. It has nothing to Um, do with the quality or anything of the book. I'm really very, very much into it right now. Just, you know, brother gets... Busy. Busy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I will say that it definitely, like, I ended up kind of catching up on my reading over the weekend. But it's kind of, this book, well, we're going to, so, we just wanted to have a quick, casual episode about some Star Wars news that's going on. um, Since we we kind of skipped over May the 4th. Um, But the next couple of episodes... Um, that will be just Adrian and I, we're going to be having book, some book club episodes focusing on Master and Apprentice and Dooku Jedi Lost. How delightful. How delightful. Which, in my opinion, make for a really great duology. But we'll talk about that more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Adrian needs to hurry up and finish Master and Apprentice. But <laughs> well, maybe you should just go ahead and read it a third time. Maybe I will. No, I'll probably listen to Dooku Jedi Lost again. 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 Maybe. Would just like to point out that I read Dooku first, or listened to Dooku first. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I did because um, it's uh, it's connecting very nicely to Master and Apprentice. And um, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. yeah, yeah so spoilers. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say none. I did it the opposite way. 
Nerd. So, nerd. Well, that was release order, Adrian. <laughs> I make my own order. I do the Adrian uh-huh. Machete order, okay? <laughs> so, so anyway, we're currently wrapping up our reading slash listening of those two. Um, we're currently wrapping. Just say what it is. Adrian, get on with Adrian, it. Adrian, I'm waiting for Adrian to finish Master and Apprentice. Thank you. Be straight. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Won't beat around the bush. So yeah, next couple episodes will be book clubs, and uh, we're probably going to be doing a few more book clubs more often anyway. Yeah, while we wait for John, um, John's real life situation to get itself sorted out so that he can come back and join us. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah, John. (laughs) I know you're listening to this, John. I can feel you listening. (laughs) I'm just kidding, brother. I know it's not your fault. We live. We love you. We miss you. We love you. We miss you. Alrighty, that's that. <laughs> I don't know. Adrian, take us away. Up, up, and away. Unless you have something else to add. Sorry. Unless you have something else to add. No. Um. Leave D and D alone about Game of Thrones. Um. <laughs> just enjoy. You know, eat. Enjoy it. Enjoy everything. Just. Take a big bag of weed if you need to to enjoy it. Just leave it, let other leave other people alone, or don't do weed if it's illegal. I don't know. I shouldn't be shouldn't be promoting I should, I should drugs pro- on should our not podcast. Be promoting any yeah. substances on this podcast. <laughs> I was making an Avengers reference, but never mind. I backfired. Oh, sorry. I d- I didn't understand that reference. I know you I didn't. Pro- <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie yet. You got to go back to yeah. 2012. Miss MCU binger. Wait, what was that? Hmm? What was 2012? Avengers, the first one. Oh. Yeah, you know, he has Banner, how he keeps it under control. He's like oh, yoga or big bag of yes. weed. Yes, right. Yeah. but Sorry, see- that was like six movies ago or something. God. <sighs> <laughs> That's cute. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real, just uh, enjoy, just try and find the joy in everything you watch, consume, read, eat, talk about. Just, 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 just do it. You'll live longer. Uh, And yeah, until then, may the force be with you and then some. Bye. I'll talk to you next week for Force Fan Book Club.